Welcome to the Humanity of Sourcing podcast. I am your host, Cassandra Gundy. Um, I am a diversity sourcer here at Capital One. Currently, I am providing some diversity uh, sourcing support to our retail direct bank team, uh, focusing on our D-plus candidates. In addition to the diversity sourcing support I provide here, um, I also provide um, some program management support for our diversity sourcing community. One of those programs being our Humanity of Sourcing podcast. The purpose of our podcast Um, is to provide support and resources to our sourcers, our recruiters, and all of our Capital One um, associates here by featuring various guests from lines of business here. In addition, um, we do like to utilize this platform to highlight upcoming events, celebrations, and holidays. Today, we will be chatting about talent mapping, and I have our, I have a, our guest here, Josh Babcock, um, here with us. Um, I have worked directly um, and indirectly with Josh, so I'm definitely excited to have you on, Josh. Um, I will allow uh, Josh to go ahead and uh, introduce himself. Thanks, Cassandra. It's such a pleasure to be here with you. Um, such a fan of the podcast. Um, So my name is Josh Babcock. I'm a people leader within the tech talent acquisition space, Um, have been in recruiting for about 10 years uh, with the last five and a half years here at Capital One, where I actually got started off as a sourcer within our executive recruiting team. And um, it has been uh, a a great ride and and so excited to, um, you know, be able to share some of the learnings from uh, what I've learned from talent mapping. Thank you so much, Josh. And thanks for thanks for sharing that you started out um, as a sourcer. I, I learned something um, new every time I pull up with you. And for some reason, I did not know um, that fun fact. So definitely thanks for sharing that um, with me and then also our listeners here. Um, I'll go ahead and kick us off um, and ask you, like, what what is talent mapping? Yeah, so talent mapping is a strategic process that you take, whether you're a recruiter or a sourcer to be able to strategically find the right talent for the right position. And so the way that I look at talent mapping is it's kind of broken off into like three main parts. You have the target list of companies of, you know, what companies are hiring the skill sets that you're looking for? Where are they located um, compared to your searches? And I believe that personally, no matter if you're a higher volume recruiter or if you're an executive sourcer, there is so much value in having that target list of companies because guess what? Your time is limited and extremely valuable and you wanna make sure that you're, you know, crossing every T and dotting every I um, and that you're being strategic with your time. And so a target list of companies is exactly where everybody should be starting. But then, you know, the other aspect of it is being able to track the talent that you're finding at those companies. And so that's kind of where the mapping piece comes in at is whether you're doing it within eightfold pipeline or you're you're actually, you know, putting in a cell Excel document, what you're trying to do is you're trying to map out the talent that is at that target company to ensure that you've identified the right talent and to really see who is the best talent from those companies that you want to reach out to. It gives you great insights um, into, you know, what the diversity of the market looks like but it also provides you some great data that you can provide to your hiring manager and recruiting manager. And then the third and last part of talent mapping that's incredibly helpful is 
um, the approach and storytelling that you get from it. And so, as I shared, once you get the, once you map out the talent that are at those companies, now it's actually up to you to be able to determine where are you going to spend your time in reaching out to those individuals? What message is going to resonate? Are you actually going to reach out to everybody? Or due to the fact that some folks just joined that company or just got promoted, would you wait and to reach out to them six months, a year down the road? And so that's what talent mapping allows you to do. It's just a really strategic way for you to engage with the market and to be able to confidently tell your hiring manager that you've, you've overturned every stone um, and that you're providing them with the best talent possible. That's amazing. And I know with, at, at, I mean, at Capital One, we have so many resources. And I, I know you mentioned um, when you're approaching talent mapping, of course, you approach with a strategy. Um, and one of those, those tools is utilizing um, eightfold or our um, forever handy um, spreadsheet <laughs> that um, some recruiters and, and sourcers and even um, hiring managers um, do utilize for tracking purposes. Um, do you um, personally have any success um, with using um, eightfold or any type of strategy um, that you have used or your team has used um, when kind of laying out talent mapping? Yes, of course. Um, and so, you know, I, I was lucky enough to be a part of the Eightfold product team um, and rolling out Eightfold. And so I have definitely been able to see firsthand how it can be leveraged. Um, and essentially, you're just using a pipeline rack and keeping the talent uh, managed within that pipeline rack. But guess what? The, you know, Eightfold is a great place to start when you're going through your target list of companies because you're able to see who has already applied or been referred from those companies. Um, and that's actually a great place to start. And so if I was talent mapping, um, I would start with Eightfold first and find the talent that's already there. And then based off of that talent that I see there, I might go to their LinkedIn profile, see who they're connected to, um, to try to fill in that talent map. Um, but personally, unfortunately, we did not have um, Eightfold whenever I was doing my sourcing at Capital One and recruiting at Capital One. Um, and so I did the same thing in Aperture, which is obviously less intuitive. Um, but another great resource that everyone has access to, um, and this is a shout out to Tiffany, Rachel, and Catherine in our market intelligence team is, you know, market intelligence has really pulled a lot of great reports. And that's actually what you should use to build out your target list of companies is you should be leveraging the data that they're providing to see what companies are hiding or hiring that skill set. Um, or are in your location. But if you don't have direct access um, to a report that way, you can always request it. But if you just wanted to do some of the research on your own, an amazing place to start um, would be to just leverage LinkedIn Recruiter, search for those skill sets and see you know, what companies have the most people that are coming up in your search. But then you know, if you want to go a little bit deeper and find folks that are direct competitors or ones that are in your geos, um, I have even used just general Google or even Yahoo Finance, um, you know, uh, search engines to be able to able to identify who those competitors are, um, what the size is of their organization, where their locations are, and that can really help you build out your target list. Now, for most recruiters, um, you know, we are moving more to a pipeline focus, um, and we have our geos. And so the great news is, is once you develop a target list of companies once, um, you're not going to have to recreate the wheel every time. And so it is just blocking off 
part of a day, building out that target list of companies, and then just knowing that everyone that you identify in this talent mapping process, you are likely going to be able to maintain that relationship and really spend more time developing and nurturing those relationships and having those high-level conversations versus always having to wonder, who am I missing out on? Who, how do I increase my Boolean search string to reach out to more people? If you do this correctly, you do it once and you know that you've identified a majority of the folks that you want to reach out to. Thanks for calling that out, Josh. I think the biggest thing, especially with uh, talent mapping, um, it can sound like such um, the title of talent mapping can sound a bit intimidating um, to some people. But when you break down and you talk about building out that foundation, one being that strong uh, Boolean search, um, when you lay that foundation and you're able to essentially focus um, on that talent as far as level, um, previous or current employer um, a candidate is at, um, once you drill down um, your search um, engine that way, like you said, you, you do build out that foundation and you don't have to revisit that constantly. Um, and then also one resource that I personally use and my, my team uses and many teams that I've been a part of um, here at Capital One, we do really, we do leverage the market intelligence team. Um, as you mentioned, Josh, they're absolutely amazing with building out reports, identifying any type of trends that we're seeing um, as far as when we are talent mapping and successfully um, hiring candidates um, here at Capital One. Um, so I definitely do um, appreciate you highlighting that. Um, when engaging, when you do finally um, get someone successfully, when you are talent mapping, um, what, I mean, any tips that you can share um, with our audience once you do finally um, identify um, that candidate? Are you sharing, of course, all the great things that you're doing here at Capital One? Um, or are you, um, what I personally like, my favorite is skill sharing um, with your team or other associates on the success that you've had? Yeah, that's a great question. And so I, I think by talent mapping, it gives you insights into why you're reaching out to somebody. And so you actually have to take a little bit more time to say, okay, out of these 10 people I identified, let's just say at Amazon in Northern Virginia, I'm going to spend my time reaching out to these three or four. And here's why. And so when you come up with those whys, that's how I incorporate it into the messaging um, to the candidate and saying, hey, I wanna reach out to you because I noticed that you know, you're coming up on your third year at Amazon and you might be looking for that next challenge. You know, We're growing quickly at Capital One um, and so I'd love to talk to you about it. And that's actually gonna get more engagement. It actually comes across that you're being very thoughtful of reaching out to them for a specific reason. But also what it allows you to do is that if you're supporting um, a hiring manager directly, or if you're not having luck yourself, um, if you're not having luck yourself, then you can actually um, share that information with the hiring manager and ask that they reach out. And so that's another great aspect of talent mapping is that you're able to see, wow, this truly is the top talent. And unfortunately, I've tried multiple times and I can't reach them. Hiring manager, can you lean in and really help me connect with this individual. Um, and that actually is a really good way that you can also use it for our upcoming invitationals is that you know the talent that you're trying to connect with. And it's really easy just go back to your uh, eightfold project and recommend that those folks come to an upcoming invitational. I absolutely love looping in um, 
managers that I'm supporting um, when a candidate um, is kind of on the fence, um, especially when I've already put in so much work into talent mapping, sourcing, <laughs> and also building out Boolean searches. So yes, Josh, definitely um, that is a big win um, for myself and also the candidate um, when a manager reaches out, and especially like you mentioned, um, for upcoming inv invitationals. So I think we most definitely do have larger turnouts. Um, when our hiring managers lean in, um, candidates get really excited, um, more excited about Capital One, um, and definitely um, do attend um, when our managers do uh, participate and support um, our talent mapping strategies. Um, I, I definitely think all the resources you've highlighted here um, are great. Um, as we as we wrap up today, um, I, I know Josh mentioned um, leaning in and connecting with our market um, intelligence team. Um, he shared some great um, tips and tricks when approaching talent mapping. Um, I will offer myself um, and my sourcing community, diversity sourcing community, um, as a resource as well um, when it comes to talent mapping as it does go hand in hand um, with sourcing. Um, so as Josh mentioned, um, that Boolean search is, is definitely a part of it. Um, so if you do need support um, with um, building out some talent mapping strategies, like I mentioned, I do um, offer up myself in the sourcing community. Um, I will most definitely lean on Josh. If there's any additional <laughs> questions that anyone has, that they do reach out. Um, but I do want to thank everyone again for joining me on the Humanity of Sourcing podcast. Until next time, bye-bye.